Hello, this is Janet from JanetSandberg.com, and you're listening to the Phoenix Wisdom Podcast, the weekly show that talks to peers and professionals who open up about their darkest moments when they felt like ending it all, why they didn't, and how they transformed their lives in order to triumph over the darkness and despair. Please remember to subscribe if you'd like to hear more inspiring stories. All right, welcome to the Phoenix Wisdom Podcast. Today we are here with Tammy Morrison, who is joining us from the other side of the country. And I love how I get to meet people from all over the country and the world doing this podcast. Um, So Tammy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, that is, I am so grateful to be here, Janet. It's just my pleasure. Um, I'm a wife and a mother and a grandmother. I'm also a spiritual teacher, mentor, an intuitive healer, um, an author, I'm a TV radio personality. I'm also a creator because I found my creation spirit. And so I create um, Reiki-infused jewelry. I also create healing bath soaks. And I create cleansing um, lavender spray, which it, these things just popped up and I just started creating. And, you know, people started buying them. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I enjoyed that. And one of the things I love to do is to help people to connect to their intuition, to really get them to get into their body and feel into how they receive their messages so that they can access their intuition and find their peace and their joy. Um, And I'm so grateful to be here, Janet, just to share and to shed light on this amazing topic that you have today. Thank you. And yeah, that's also why we connected because we both do the same things professionally. (laughs) You didn't even know. (laughs) Facebook is amazing for bringing people together. Right? Yes. So let's, let's dive into why you're here and sharing your story. What, what was going on in your life when you were in the darkness and having those little nasty thoughts come up that are telling you that maybe you just maybe shouldn't be here anymore. Okay. So, well, um, I can think of a time when, when I was in the middle of divorce, Mm -hmm. that was a rough time. And, and for me, it wasn't rough because I didn't want the divorce. I actually did want the divorce. I was tired. (laughs) I had been with my ex-husband for 20 years and I just, you know, it's like we kept going round and round and round. And I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? This has to end. I cannot mm-hmm. do this much more. You know, I don't, I, I can't, I don't feel the love from this man and I don't love him. I don't think I love him, you know, yeah. and, and, and that was the thing. And so as I started going through that, um, he actually ended up leaving me, which was perfect. And I was really grateful. <laughs> However, after that, you know, it's like stuff started setting in. Okay, now I got to take care of everything. And my children were teenagers. So it's like, you know, they eat you out of house and home at that age. And, you know, and they have needs and, you know, there's they they, they require more money and things like that. And so yeah. there was a time when I was, I remember I, it so clearly I was sitting in my house and I ended up having to sell my house because I couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. you know, and it was killing me and I was working like a meal and you know and and I think about it now 
all of this time corresponded with the burnout from my career. Because what oh. I didn't share was I had been a nurse for 30 years now. It's 30 now. But at that time, it was probably closer to 20. Right. But I, I, I started feeling so burned out and so tired of that. And so I remember this one day I was just sitting in my house and I started thinking, you know, maybe it might just be better if I go. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, my kids are, are just about grown. You know, and I had taught them how to take care of themselves. So I was like, they'll be fine. <laughs> you know, and in my mind, I was like, their daddy ain't going to take them for sure. Because, you know, that was just not what he was going to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, okay. And I said, maybe it's just, maybe it's just time for me to go. You know, and I would think I was in my, I was probably right around 40. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've been here, you know, long enough. And I've done this thing. You know, I've been a wife. I've been a mother, you know all of these things and who am I? And so I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just time for me to move on to that next life. <laughs> that yeah. was how I, I sat and I thought this for, it was probably a good solid day that I thought that, yeah. you know, it was almost like I snapped back into myself. It's like, I almost jumped up and slapped myself. Because <laughs> I said, no, because at that point, you know, I had, work mental health and stuff. So I knew about a lot of that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, I need to talk to somebody. So I went in and I talked to somebody, I got some help because I felt like not only did I feel like I wanted to leave this place because I never really felt like it was my home anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You no, know, Spiritually is like, I, I know I cannot be from here. This is a crazy place. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought if I, if I just go, it would be okay. You know, it would be all right. And then I had this other feeling where, you know, I wanted to just unalive my ex-husband. <laughs> you know? Yes. That's a, that's a whole right. other story. <laughs> right. So I thought if I go, I need to go and talk to somebody. So I reached out and I found a counselor. And at the time um, I was uh, going to church a lot. And so this girl, she actually was a part of my church and she had started her own counseling thing. And so I felt like, okay, she's not only, you know, uh, spiritual, but she's also, you know, mental health uh, counselor. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so I went and I talked to her and I think I had, I think I had, what, four sessions or something with her, which was perfect for me and it was enough. But it was something that, you know, typically culturally, um, we don't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't talk to people, you know, and, and I know that that's something that, we need to talk about as well, because typically different cultures don't go get help. Right. You know, typically, you know, um, African-American cultures, uh, Asian people. Right. Latino, you know, Latinas just, you just don't, don't do that. You know, mm -hmm. you don't go outside, you don't want to talk to people about your business and all this stuff is how we were basically raised and trained and conditioned. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, I need to talk to somebody because, you know, it, it's almost like a snapback. I thought, I don't have any grandkids yet. I haven't seen any grandkids. <laughs> you know, my children aren't quite grown yet. And I felt like at that point, I was like, they need me more because, you know, with teenagers, you know, they're going through all kinds of stuff. Their hormones yes. are raging. They don't know what the hell. They're they're <laughs> big enough to look like adults, but they're not really adults you know yeah, yeah. And so I, I wanted to be there for them but that was really the, the thing that kind of snapped me back was like I gotta you know I gotta keep pushing you know what I mean 
there's more to but, do there's more to see there's well, more to experience yes that was the part I was like okay there, there's there's more out there and for me once after I got that counseling and I talked to her and I was able to to kind of um, reconcile she did some amazing things when I think back on it because it's so many years ago now but she did like um she gave me like exercises to do mm-hmm. you know to help me to see and you know and to recognize and realize that you know it was better to be here <laughs> You know, then to transition, even though, you know, a part of my mind was like, I think it would be okay to transition because all this will be over and I won't have to deal with any of this at all. And then Mm -hmm. I can come back to it. You know, I can try it again. (laughs) (laughs) Just get reincarnated and start again. That's what I said. I was like, I can try it again. There are babies being born every day. You know, (laughs) I'm like, "I, I can do that. But you know, but something inside of me was like, no, let me snap back, you know, and every time I think about it, it's like, oh my God. And then I uh, moved across the country. So I moved from uh, South Carolina to Arizona Okay. because uh, I was at work one night and the, the spirit told me it was time for me to leave that place. And uh, so I did. So I left, moved across the country and I I think I moved across the country on $500. Wow. And I had, yeah. <laughs> I have $500 in faith and an astronomical car note. The blessed thing is I had a place to stay. My cousin, you know, was like, come on, you can stay with me. So I stayed with her for six months, but I had like struggled trying to get a job and all this stuff, which was new for me because never have I struggled as a nurse to get a job. Right. Never. And for some reason, I don't know what was going on in this, this, this particular time but I it was hard and so I got one job and then I got fired which was something I never happened to me ever before either and I was like okay so then I got another job I got fired like right before the 90 days they they were kind of yeah they were hateful company and I was like okay and it it was wild because it was never my work it's always crazy stuff like the manager didn't like me and I didn't really like her and I'm not I'm not an ass kids or I'm not kids anybody's ass. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't raised yep. like that. And so I was like, all right. And so I have went through this particular time too, where I thought the same thing. I started walking, you know, just doing a lot of walking because, you know, I have a job. So I didn't want to uh, waste gas <laughs> in this car. I could barely pay for anyway. Right. <laughs> and so I would do a lot of walking, you know, and um, so I would walk around by the mountains in Arizona. And I would just, you know, just pray. And I would just start talking to God, you know, talking to my angels, talking to my spirit team. I was like, I don't know what to do. And I felt the same way. It was like, okay, you know, and I, I didn't realize that I was dealing with depression. Right. I didn't realize, but I think when I look back, I've dealt with it many, many years, just Mm -hmm. didn't know. It's like, I, I could push through. Yeah. It's hard to see it when you're in it. Sometimes you're just like, because this is just how you feel. And it kind of comes on gradually and you get you know, more and more in it. And then, yeah. And then suddenly you're like, wait a second. Yeah. That was it. It was like, okay. And I had, I had actually done like some psych drugs earlier in my life because I had gone to the doctor and I was like, listen, I don't know what's going on with me. You know, I'm feeling anxious. I'm having this and that and the third. And uh, so I tried a few psych drugs and guess what? Those don't work for me. Hmm. Whatever side effects they they have is what I have. Like I took this one 
and it was supposed to uh, give you suicidal ideations. And guess what? Hmm. It did. Right. I thought I was going to kill my damn self. So I stopped taking that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's, that's why like, we're taking them is to stop those thoughts. Right. I was Not like, make them worse. But sometimes that does happen. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay, so... So I just concluded after a while, I mean, I took a few and I was like, you know what? I don't think those are for me. That is just not something that I can do. Yeah. I have to do, do, do it in a different way. So I would walk the mountains, you know, and just where the mountains were and just go out there and just, you know, be in nature and, yeah. and actually, you know, have these conversations with the spirit, with my spirit team. And, you know, and I had gone through this time too. I was like, well, maybe it's time for me to just go. Maybe that's what this is telling me. <laughs> Because I felt so bad about it because you got to think it had been 20 years or so that I was doing this this work that I've never. And I felt like I probably could have been fired a few times from my, my mouth because <laughs> 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 I speak my truth. I don't care. And, you know, but I never was. And so, you know, when I when that happened, it, it just like flipped something in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, am I good enough? You know, what is wrong with me? Yeah. All of these kind of thoughts. And I know these are thoughts that we feel at these times when we feel like we can just leave here. Yeah. You know, but yeah. my other thing was, I don't like pain. Like <laughs> I want a tattoo, but I'm scared of the pain. <laughs> I don't like, you know, I don't like pain. And so I'm like, well, how would I do this without having pain? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a and, good question. Right. So that was one of the things, the times when I thought deep. You know, because most of the time I didn't go deep on this because I was like, well, if I go deep, then that means I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, okay. Yeah. And what I, what I learned. And it gets know, more I, real and it gets more scary. Yeah. Yes. It's like, because you can step into it. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost like when you can believe something, then you can achieve it. Right. Well, it's the same thing with that, I think. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I can believe that, you know, I can do this. I can leave here. I can be free, you know, because I know that's what happens through people's minds because it's happened with mine. You know, maybe yeah. I'm done with this, 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 this life and this time because so many things have happened, you know, in, in, in my life that I felt like could have, I could conceive of as being bad. Right. Was it yeah. really bad? No, not, not really, you know, but it's because of where you are in your mind, you know, that it's just, that's what you see. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's like, okay, you know, I, I've been through this and I, I, I've i seen it a lot of times with children that have been abused, like growing up mm-hmm. and I didn't go through anything like that. And I'm so grateful, <laughs> but I I know people and I've met people and seen it. And it's like, okay, yeah, you were abused by the people that were supposed to take care of you. Yeah. So going forward, you don't trust nobody, right? Right. And you, you know, see through you. the 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 blinders yes that yes. and the the perspective that we've been taught whether that's you know what you learned growing up or just like what depression lets you see yes. you know that's that's what we see yes yes and that's that was something i mean it really is it's huge when you think about it and i'm so grateful for you for doing the show to shine the light on it because it really needs the light needs to be shined because it's happening so much and to, to babies, yeah. you know, I think about somebody, if they're under 25, to me, that's a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, you know, what, what could be so bad? And it's, it's, a, it's funny because my grandmother used to say this to me 
and I use it now and I was like okay here I am officially old and so <laughs> my grandmother used to say because she was my person so I would go talk to her and I'd be like mom I used to call her mama because I felt like she was my mama and uh I was I'd be like mom you know so and so and so and so this is happening and I'd be all animated and all this and that and you know and like people would tell you when you're young you're too much that kind mm-hmm. of thing and so I'd be like oh you know I don't know what to do about this and da 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 and you know what was so wild girl she would say just live a little longer. <laughs> oh, wow. And it was so, and it would be, I would be like, I would be pissed really. Secretly. Oh, of course. Cause it's not what you, that's not the answer you wanted. No, I need to know what, what was, you know, what did I need to do or whatever? And she would say, and she would say it cause she was even more soft-spoken than I am. She would say, just live a little longer. <laughs> And she would smile and that would be it. Sometimes she would say End something, story. but I would tell her, I said, you know, I must be really glad when you stop speaking in parables. <laughs> <laughs> but she never really did. And then what happened is later on, I got it. You know, of course. Time, it's like, Cause you lived longer, live longer. It's like live a little longer, you know? And, and I think about that for these kids, yeah. you almost want to say, live a little longer, you know? Yeah, you're gonna go through some stuff in your life. And I'm telling you, sometimes it's horrific the things that you go through in your life mm-hmm. to you, you know, because how we're looking at it. Yeah. It's kind of how you need somebody on the outside sometimes to help you see shit. Yeah. <laughs> because you you can't see it because you're in the middle of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and, it's, and it's happening to you. Yeah. You know, but- One of my good friends invented the word re-perspectivize. Oh, I like that. You just need somebody else to re-perspectivize things for you. I love oh, I like that. Re-perspective. I like that. Yeah. Like yeah, that. it's a great, it's a great word, but just to help you see things yeah. from from a different perspective. Yeah. Cause if you're in the middle, you can't see. No. You know, it's just it's just all on you. It's like and you're so tired and you know, you've been doing this for so long and you're fighting and you're struggling and you're just like, I can't. I can't do this one more day, you know, mm-hmm. and then you just need somebody else to be like, but you can. Yes. But you can. And you know what? And it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I remember I had, I had a a, a client come through because I, I work at a metaphysical shop mm-hmm. um, doing reading. Beautiful. Like once a month, you know, I just go in there and I do like four or five hours or something on a Saturday. And so I had a client come through and she was like, yeah, she was like, yeah, I just, I don't think I can do this and this and this and that. And I looked at her and I said, well, what's stopping you? <laughs> she said, well, I don't know. I never really thought about it. <laughs> and I was like, but the thing is, is do you actually enjoy doing that? And she was like, I actually do. She said, but it just seems like it's so hard. I said, well, sometimes things are a little bit hard as you go through. Yeah. You know what I mean? I said, but the thing is, is the point is you got to keep going. Yeah. You know? And it's okay to rest. It's okay to just yeah. pause, hit pause and, and yes. rest. We were talking before the show that both of us spent the whole morning in bed today. Yeah. I obviously am getting over a cold, which you can hear in my voice. And, you know, sometimes you just need that. And it's okay to allow yourself those yes. days where you just hit pause and rest. Yes. And so that you can you get up no. stronger. Yes. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, I have learned and it's been a journey to learn that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I just, 
I was, I was your push girl, you know? And then when I started getting into human design, that really kind of helped me to do a lot of shifting because then I realized that some of the ways that I have done things are contrary to how the hell I'm designed. <laughs> and that's right. why it yeah. felt so crazy. It's well, like, we learn things from other people like growing up and, and when we're younger and well, I guess it, it continues, but you know, a lot of things our parents teach us about the way yeah. that they do things, but they're different people than we are. So what works for them doesn't necessarily work for us. And you got to learn that and you got to, and I'm still working on it. I'm 51 years old and I'm still like recently, I can't remember. Oh, it was about like cleaning the house or something. And I, I will be getting tested for ADHD, but I don't know if it's just my crazy brain or if I actually have ADHD, but I can't do any one thing for like a long time. So the way I was taught was you do one thing until it's finished and then you do the next thing. Yeah. And that, that worked for my parents and that's how they taught me to do things. And it's a struggle. And I'm finally at this age being like, it's okay to do things the way that works for me. And the way that works for me is to, you know, do a little bit, clean a little bit in this room and then do something else and then come back to it and do something else, you know, and, and just sort of alternate between tasks. And I get more done that way. It looks like I have 12 things on the go, but I actually, in the end, you know, by the end of the day, they're all done. They're just not done like in order. Yes. So it's, it's about learning what works for you and allowing yourself to do what works for you, not the way that other people tell you. Um, And I think that works into our, into our depression and our, the heaviness of the world too, is us struggling to be who we are Mm -hmm. and just do things, even if that's different than the way society tells you, you need to do things. I agree. And it's, it's almost like, you know, we've been conditioned that way because we're, we're in the same, same, um, same age group. I'm, I just turned 55 on the first. Oh, happy birthday. So, thank you. And so it's been, it's the way we've been conditioned. You know, it's like when we went to school, they didn't, didn't train us to do the things that we're doing, to use our intuition and connect right. to the spirit and all this kind of stuff. Nobody trained us to work. You know, that's what they trained us to do. Work, 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 work. Yeah. You know, and and I, I would be curious to know, do you know what your human design is? I don't. I have looked it up. I've done like the little quizzes, but I haven't gotten super into it yet. So, and I can't remember. I'm telling you, it's, it's so eye-opening when you look at that. Because at first you look at it, you're like, I don't know about this. But then when you start diving into it and digging into it a little bit, because I'm not an expert in anything, but I just started kind of diving into mine. Yeah. And it 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 answers so many questions. Yeah. You know, because I was like, okay, yeah, but it's okay. And that part too about, you know, just being okay. And it and what I find is because you know, even with business and stuff, you got people that'll tell you, oh, well, you just need to do the one thing. Yeah. You know, I don't know why you're doing, you know, this and this and this and this and this. I said, because that's who I am. Right. And you don't have to understand it mm-hmm. because this is, you know, I, this is what I like to do. That's why I do these things because I enjoy it. And I feel like it's what I'm supposed to do is enjoy 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not supposed yeah. to be a robot and I'm not supposed to be doing, you know, what this person is doing just because you follow uh, Gabby Bernstein doesn't mean you gonna do the same shit she does. Right. You know, and the other part is too, it has to be aligned for you. It's like you said, it's got to be what you like, what you do, what you deserve, you know, all of these things. And I, I, I just love the fact that when you start getting on that, then you start avoiding that depression, mm-hmm. you know, or like for me, I feel like the same like you, I feel like I probably should get tested. I know I'm probably ADHD or ADD or one of those things because I'm the same way. Like I, I'll, I'll be doing this and, and my husband laughs. He's like, okay, what are you doing now? <laughs> but he's supportive, you know, which is amazing. <laughs> but it's like, okay. Yeah. He goes, all right. And he goes, I know your mind was working. <laughs> right. He goes, I know your mind was working. He was like, and I was just waiting for you to tell me what what, what you're working on. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, I'm the same way. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to clean this room right here right now. And I'm going to do this section, you know, and then after that, I got to get, go do something else. Right. You know, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to, you know, finish this story that I'm working on. Cause I'm working on a, a book of short stories on patients that I have had um, over the years. Oh, awesome. I've been working on it. Yeah. I, I, they tell me their stories because yeah, they haven't talked to me on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, you know, I would go in the room and as soon as I walk in, you know, first thing I say is, well, how are you doing? And I work night shift a lot of times. So, you know, you had a little more time, Yeah, but I was like, you know, how's your day going? How was your day? You know, what happened? And then they spill everything. And then, you know, then they start talking, especially when I worked on the cardiology unit, because the people would come in and they would be like, oh, I thought I was having a heart attack. They didn't find nothing. Mm-hmm. And I would say, it's stress. What is going on with you? And before I knew it, they done told me their whole life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything that was going on. So I wrote stories about it. So I was like. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's what okay. we learn. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. It's all right. But yeah. So to me, being your authentic self, I think is what will help us to stay away from those type of feelings and things like that so that we don't feel like we want to leave here because we are in our authenticity you know we're in our our lane and our zone mm-hmm. you know and you know just just um looking at that from a space of okay this is who I am this is who I am you know even if you don't know what you do eventually you'll figure it out and being yeah. okay with that you yeah. know because it because it takes it takes it takes time. I think it does. It does. Yeah. It's this whole, this whole life is a learning thing. Yeah. <laughs> a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. And you just fail. find out every day what works for you and what works for you when you're 20 is not going to be what works for you when you're 40 necessarily, you know, it changes as you change, as you grow and, and live longer. Yes. And, you know, you just got to keep, keep evolving, which makes it hard. Yes. Um, yes. And I was yes. talking to my husband the other day and we were saying how, you know, there's just so many things as we get older that we realize the previous generation just never told us about, about being a grown up, about being an adult. No. You know? And, and I, I feel like we're changing that. Yeah. Um, you know, our parents didn't talk to us about anything really. Um, so you, you know, know we we're, got, we're changing uh, that for the next generation. I feel like it's just going to keep getting better and and 
now we have more avenues like podcasts where we can share our wisdom and, and stories and learnings and teachings and, and help the next generation and the, the people, you know, once we're on the other side of something, we talk about it and then we help the people who are just starting because we're all, we're all the same. We're all just people. We're all just humans going through the same shit at different times. So let's just talk about it. Yes, I agree. Because it's like, it's like, if you don't talk about it and it's all bottled up inside, because, you know, we're, we're all ashamed of feeling that way. Right. Yeah. We're all ashamed. And the shame is what keeps us and also what helps to perpetuate that, you know, helps people to actually do the act of unaliving themselves, you know, and it's like, you know, cause you're ashamed, you know, and especially, especially our generation. Oh yeah. my God. You know, <laughs> we are ashamed. We are like, no, no, cause you don't do that. And then if you were raised like religious and especially like Catholic, and you know, Pentecostal and all these, these um cultish religions. And so, um, you, you think, okay, well, I'm gonna go to hell if I commit suicide. Right. And I think that probably has stopped a lot of people <laughs> because they thought about that. They were like, oh no, 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 no. I'm going to have, I'm going go to hell if I commit suicide, which I read the Bible all through and I ain't seen no documentation of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother, whole nother thing. A whole but... nother show, right? <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, it is, it, you're right. It is the shame and, and the stigma and, yes. and the stories we've been told. Um, yeah. And that, you know, if we have these thoughts, it means we're terrible people. Right. Exactly. You know, and that's, that's totally not the case. It means you're a normal human being as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> At least it means you admit it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because many people, you know, they walk around and, and I'm sure you probably had somebody just like I did. I said, well, I, I I would love to interview you. I said, but I don't know if I'm qualified to come on, you know? And I, I really felt like that. Cause I was like, well, she's probably talking to people who actually were, you know, close to the act, you know, they actually were ready to hang themselves, which I can't even fucking imagine. That would just be painful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> and, you know, but I was like, you yeah, know, maybe. And then when you reached out and I was like, okay, yeah, I can, I can talk about that. I can share on that. Cause I have had the thoughts, you know, I've never, pushed it forward but I know that you know the key is getting some help yes getting some help somehow some way getting some help you know and 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 that is really what it's all about is when you start to feel those feelings getting some help like immediately even if you have to call the crisis hotline yes you know you can call the crisis hotline I would not recommend calling 911 no, but the, the crisis text line is 988. Yes. Um, and then there's another one, 741741 um, yes. in the U.S. Yes. Um, and there are other ones. And in the description of my podcast, you can find um, yes. numbers and, and ways to reach out if you are in a crisis. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's important. You know, and yeah. I, I remember I used to work at a detox mental health place. And that was what we used to have to do. You know, like we would get people that because we had to pre-screen them over the phone. And of course, you know, they had to have the right type of insurance coverage or whatever. <laughs> if they didn't have that, you know, they weren't coming there. And so we would have to give them, you know, tools to help them. 
you know, say, okay, look, you can't, we can't take you here, but this is what I want you to do. And I would give them the numbers of the crisis people. And sometimes I have one lady that I actually called on the three-way. I actually used my cell phone and I called the crisis hotline with her on the other, you know, line and just, just conferenced them in. Connected them. Yeah. Because I felt like she wasn't going to call and I felt like she needed to call. Mm-hmm. You know, and we couldn't take her as a patient because she didn't have the right insurance or whatever. And so, you know, so yeah, so I, we were able to connect her like that. I don't know whatever happened with her, but I was really glad that I was able to do that because I felt her, you know, I felt her. Yeah. I was like, she's really going to do it, you know, because some people you, you talk to them and you know, they're not really going to do it, but there is a cry for help. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I so don't you know, know what else to do. Right. It's like, oh my God, you know, and sometimes, you know, what I notice, especially with some of the younger ones, sometimes, you know, and I, I hate to say this, but sometimes just simple shit, <laughs> you know, I mean, for us, we're, we're like, what? You're the case <laughs> because of that, you know, it's one of those live a little longer things. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Like, and if you just talk to somebody, then you'll find the solution that you need. And, and you can keep going and, and it's, it's easy, but yeah, it's getting over that shame and that stigma and, and everything about just asking for help. Yeah. And do you find that people are, um, more ready to ask for help these days or is it, I mean, because it doesn't look like it to me when I open up Google and I see 25 and they then committed suicide and this TikToker then you know, I mean, come on, what is that about? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like with social media, we're getting more and more isolated, even though we're, we're able to connect with other people more easily. I feel like we're, we're getting more and more isolated. Um, See that. And and we're losing that personal connection, which makes it harder to reach out because you're like, oh, I don't, I don't really know them. You know, we've been, you know, we follow each other on Instagram and whatever, but I don't really know them well enough to, to do something, to talk to them about something big, right? right. Or something that really actually matters. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think we're, we're having fewer of those deeper, more personal connections. Yeah, I agree with people that we can actually ask for help. And while I'm saying that, if anybody needs to, you can always message me. Um, yes. and, and I'm here. Yes. So. And, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, we, we, we're feeling, we're not feeling connected mm-hmm. and I know it happens more than we know. And, and the asking for help part, I want to share this just really quickly is I had a friend, which she's a Facebook friend. We met on Facebook. We've been friends now for I don't know, five or six years, we actually did our Reiki classes together. That's how we met. Oh, nice. But we did them online. So, you know, yeah. So, you know, like that. And, um, and she and I, you know, we've been friends. And so she told me one day I was talking to her about something and she said, you know, she said, you need to let somebody help you. And I was like, (laughs) what you talking about, Willis? And I sat with that thing for a minute and I was, you know, doing my journaling and stuff like that. And, and I thought she's right, you know, because I was dealing with some stuff and, and, you know, 
I do Reiki and I do energy and all these things. And so I was just doing my own stuff and running energy through me because I do that every day anyway, you know, like before I get out of bed, when I get ready to go, you know, before I go to sleep, I do that anyway. Right. So I was like, you know, I don't need, you know, I don't need nobody. I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like this is the same way people feel like when they're feeling these feelings of, you know, suicidal ideations. I feel like that's how they feel. Like, I don't need anybody. I, I can help myself. I don't need to, you know, talk to anybody and all this stuff. And that was kind of how I felt about that. And I actually ended up um, getting a girl to do some Reiki sessions on me. She had she had an amazing special girl. I was like, yeah, I got to do it. You know, even <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got to do it. But she had like she did like three sessions on me for something like it was a ridiculous amount, like one hundred and twenty dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like. And but I needed it. Yeah. And I was so grateful for her for that. You know, and I was it was like she it was like I found her at the perfect time because she was running this special. And I was like, Yeah, I can do that. You know, I, I can do that. You know, yeah. but I, I feel like that's the same way that people feel like when they're, you know, at this space where, you know, they're just in this deep dark tunnel. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what it feels like. It feels like you're in this deep dark tunnel and you can't see no light. Yeah. You know, and, and I feel like that's how people feel if they, you know, if they just reach out to somebody, you know, and somebody that that is good to talk to, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes people reach out to people that aren't good to talk to. You right. know, they're like not helpful. <laughs> you, you need somebody that's going to be helpful, you know, and in particularly, um, I say a mental health practitioner, mm-hmm. coach counselor, therapist, you know, whatever, but somebody that understands that so that, you know, they can actually be a blessing to you and they can help you to, to, to come out of that darkness, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I feel like we could keep talking all day long, but (laughs) I I think we'll, we will end things here for our listeners. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your wisdom and um, your spirit with us today. And um, yeah, that's, that's it. I feel like there was something more I was going to say, but my, my foggy cold head isn't allowing that thought to come through. So I'll just say thank you again. And I'll say it was my pleasure and you're welcome. And I'm really grateful that I came on because I, at first I was like, well, but when I started really digging into it after I talked to you I was like she's right there are times you know and I think it's important too for us to share um from our age group Mm -hmm. you know because our age group we don't typically do it there are some you know I've seen here and there but on the whole it's usually the younger people (laughs) mostly you know, the ones that need to live a little longer, you know? (laughs) So I'm just grateful, you know, that I could come on here and share something that would help to shine the light on this, because I know that it's, it's, it's so needful and it's so important. And the fact that you, you know, took this, took on this platform is huge, you know, because it's so necessary. And I'm, you know, hoping that there's a way that, that, you can just get out there, out there so that people can really be able to listen and hear something that's going to help them, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm grateful Thanks. for you. And thank you so much for inviting me. 
Thank you for listening. Remember that you are loved, you are worthy, you are valuable, you are meant for more, and that it really does get better. If you are in crisis, there are numbers that you can call or text to get the help that you need. That information for Canada and the U.S. is in the description below each episode. If you are in immediate crisis, please call 911. We love you, and I hope you'll listen again.